0: What's up everybody and welcome to episode 153 of the Stand-Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder, doing the deed and spreading that seed, the rootin' tootin', skeet shootin', filling up pies with the might of 50 guys I ain't tellin' no lies,
1: the phenomenal A.J. Singh. No lies were told in that whole intro And uh, technically no <laughs> bad words, so take that, YouTube <laughs> The might of 50 guys <laughs> uh,
0: Well, this episode we will be uh, reviewing episode 5 of Disney's Secret Invasion The penultimate episode, as the kids like to say mm-hmm. uh, But we will save that for later on, just in case anyone's wary of spoilers uh, But AJ, what else have you been
1: doing and watching in your life? Man, uh, honestly, I've been paying bills. <laughs> I haven't been doing much else. <laughs> <laughs> paying them bills. Yeah. Are you still paying student loans? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they've been on hold for a while, though, so I haven't had to pay anything.
0: Oh, a little bit of deferment. Yeah.
1: What's going on with,
0: with the whole Biden thing? Because like I heard that like he tried to like forgive a certain amount of student debt. But then, like, the Supreme Court said no. But then, supposedly, like, he's got another way of possibly trying. I
1: I mean, they say they've got different avenues to tr- go down and try to, like, get some sort of relief. But I don't know. I feel like as long as people are going to be against it, you know, it's going to be hard to get anything done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm glad mine are paid off. I, I feel bad for people that are, like, especially the people that are, like, you know, 100,000 in debt um, or whatever yeah. with them. It's just terrible. But Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of suspect nothing n- Nothing too good will happen, but we'll see. Hopefully, fingers crossed, people with student loan debt. <laughs> um, I watched a few things. I finally uh, watched Everything Everywhere all at once. Oh, okay. Um, have you seen
1: that yet? No, but I heard great things about it.
0: I thought it was decent. I don't know if I loved it uh, as much as a lot of people, but I certainly liked it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. For me, it gets maybe a little too silly at times but I mean at the heart of it it really is like the story of like family like you know a mother-daughter relationship and I think when it counts like they do a good job with that and there's enough heart of the in the movie to to uh make it worthwhile and and, I mean it's it's creative definitely with like the whole multiverse thing it's just sometimes they go to a degree where I'm like okay this is a bit on the cartoony side a bit on the silly side but I, I still liked it
1: Yeah, because I heard uh, one of the criticisms about Multiverse of Madness was that it could have had more, like, uh, multiverse, like, uh, imagery and, like, stuff like that that this movie had, apparently.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because if I remember right, when we watched Multiverse of Madness, it's really just a couple of places. Like, there's that one spot with, like, uh, with him and the girl. And, like, it goes through, like, all those, like, really quickly, like, a bunch of weird universes where, like, they turn into paint and stuff like that. But it's, like... We that's all we really get in the multiverse of madness is like, right. like a couple second montage of, and then other than that, it's really just like a couple locations and that's it. Exactly. So, so yeah, this one definitely I think had a little more variety in terms of that kind of stuff. So, mm. um, I finished season one of Yellow Jackets. I haven't started season two yet. I'm I'm still liking it. Um, the only thing, and I'm sure people who watch it probably already know, but like. They're kind of hinting that there might be some sort of like supernatural element possibly. Mm. And for me personally, like I don't mind like horror, but I kind of enjoy it when it's just like people rather than the supernatural element. Yeah. Um but we'll see. I it's it's one of those things I think that c- could go either way, you know. Right. <laughs> but uh but I'll I'll still uh stick around for for season 2. Um still watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um, I gotta say, feel similarly in that I don't like this season as much as the first season. Um, one of the m- more recent episodes, though, they they did do like uh, uh, I've never watched it, but they they have a show called um, Star Trek Lower Decks, which is like in kind of like an animated comedy. Okay, and so they did an episode that that uh basically started out with that show but then like one of those like animated characters like comes into the live action show so one of those like kind of mixed type things mm-hmm. which it, it was interesting it was it was fine i didn't love it but it was fine and then <laughs> this is really random but one of my dad's favorite shows is the original wild wild west tv show which is of course the show that inspired the the terrible will smith <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> movie you know but i'm watching it and like from a concept point of view, like I think it's a cool concept because it's it's basically like combining like uh 007 with the Wild West, you know. He's got his guy there that's making all these like, you know, inventions for him to to use. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, he he gets wrapped up in kind of these Wild West like spy missions <laughs> kind yeah. of. And and to me like that's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, I think the the Will Smith movie just kind of went too big and zany with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I kind of I'm watching the show and I'm like, you know what? I I do think this concept could work today. I think it probably would work better still as a TV show rather than a movie. Right. But I'm like, people like James Bond. They like spy stories. If done right, I th- think they like the. I mean, westerns. All right, probably the hardest part of it. I think some people are turned off by westerns, but I think if you mix it enough, like of that fun with the western genre, I think people would would go for it. So, I don't know. What do you think?
1: I'm just always surprised that like they always. It seems like every movie, whenever they go for like some sort of uh, form of like a robot or a monster, it's always like a spider type thing. Like you know, in <laughs> Wild Wild West, it was like a giant mechanical right. spider and it, it's a spider and, and in so many movies it's uh, harry potter or no, no, lord of the rings there was a spider like it, there's always spiders
0: although in uh i think it's the second harry potter oh, movie right. chamber of secrets they they do have that freaky bit where they have all the <laughs> spiders right right right
1: spiders are freaky man they are freaky but it's always spiders <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting show though. I, I do think I do think it could be adapted to a, in a modern lens and, and make people go for it. Just like I think I think you gotta keep it a little more lower budget and yeah, not have, not do anything as big as like steampunk driven spider. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. oh man. Um you got anything else you want to talk about? I do got a few stories we can do if you...
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: Okay, let me see. I just found this one t- one to today. Um, these are... I thought it was a little interesting. Eight of the rarest human diseases and medical c- conditions in the world. Mm. Um, number eight, guilford progeria. Um, Hutchinson's Guilford progeria, often called simply progeria, is a rare but sad medical condition. Since 1886, some 130 cases of progeria have been reported. Uh, the condition affects newborns or very young children. It's often nicknamed premature aging because its symptoms closely resemble those of advanced age. I've definitely seen like episodes like Moripovich mm-hmm. or something with <laughs> yeah. one of these kids on it. They look like that, like Benjamin Button, you know? Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Uh, The child's skin will begin to look wrinkled and old, their hair will fall out, and they'll develop protruding eyes and thin facial features. Later on, loss of eyesight, kidney failure, and heart problems will set in, uh, just like with a venerable senior. There is currently no known cure for progeria. Sufferers generally die before the age of 15. Wow. Wow. What a crazy disease, though. Like, you can actually get a disease that makes a little kid look like a senior citizen. Yeah. It's just... This one I've actually never heard of. Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. Um, Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, AIWS is as strange and unusual as the book it's named after. The condition causes bizarre hallucinations that affect the sufferer's perception of their body and the surrounding objects. It's common for people with Alice in Wonderland syndrome to observe objects as much larger or smaller than they actually are. They may also feel like their body is somehow out of proportion. In addition to perceiving touches or sounds that aren't there, one of the strangest things uh, that the people experiencing AIWS often... Uh, know what they're seeing isn't right but they're unable to help it it's hard to say exactly how rare aiws is it is rare but some reports say up to 15 percent of migraine sufferers experience it at some point hmm. i mean that's kind of a a, a weird correlation that people like 15 percent of people with migraine because it, it does seem like to me like i mean i don't know what percentage of the population's uh you know, regularly has migraines. But it seems like I've come across quite a few people yeah. that have that. And 15% of them have maybe experienced a degree of this. Right. You'd, th- you'd think maybe it'd be a- something you heard about before, but I've never heard of that. Yeah, it seems kind of common. Uh, number six, Kuru. Uh, the good thing about Kuru is that you hopefully never have to worry about catching it. The disease was limited almost entirely to the four tribe in Papua New Guinea, who traditionally cooked and ate their dead as part of their funeral rites. Particularly, they ate the brain. However, the human brain can contain proteins called prions, which can damage the neural system. As a result, the sufferers begin to experience symptoms such as tremors, uncontrollable laughter, and eventual loss of mobility and death. The four haven't uh, practiced cannibalism for a long time, and the prevalence of the disease has decreased greatly. Yet it still exists uh, and is not necessarily the result of cannibalism. What a weird, like, um, I, get, I mean, I guess that's one way of disposing of your dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll just eat them.
1: If it's not the, exactly the result of cannibalism, then, like, what, eating cow brains or
0: something? or. It doesn't say, but you would think if the main thing is is caused by consuming these prions in the brain, that, yeah, maybe it's due to eating other animal brains. Yeah. Maybe maybe the chilled monkey brains from Indiana Jones and the Temple.
1: (laughs) They're a delicacy.
0: (laughs) Uh, Number five, Lesh-Nihon syndrome. Uh, Whereas the four-cut kuru for consuming others, the Leish-Nihon syndrome may force you to eat yourself. This condition is very rare and affects only males, but it can be very dangerous. Leish-Nihon syndrome stems from the buildup of uric acid in the body. Um, Isn't that what gout is? That's what I thought, yeah. Um, Excess uric acid hinders the functioning of the nervous system and can produce extreme aggravation. Uh, the cognitively impaired sufferers uh, often release uh, aggression by injuring themselves. They may bang their heads on objects, bite their nails, or even uh, gnaw off pieces of their own skin and flesh. There's no way to cure Lesch-Nihon syndrome, but its symptoms can be treated. As a result, it's possible for sufferers to live into adulthood. It just reminds me of like the uh, Florida people with the bath salts. Like oh, They yeah. were eating other people. That's but. true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number four this one's interesting stone man syndrome stone man syndrome officially called uh Jesus fibrodysplasia uh, asificance progressive is one of the rarest and most horrifying diseases known to man it's known uh, from about 801 cases and each of them was too many Uh, was one too many people with stone man syndrome have a genetic mutation that affects their body's self repair system instead of healing injuries normally their bodies repair any and all damage uh, by forming bone got a paper cut your body will grow a bone to plug it. a bruise your body will begin uh, turning the affected muscles into bone eventually the sufferer's joints become locked and immobile due to excess bone growth perhaps the worst part is that there's no way to treat stone man syndrome any surgery would result in more bone growth Jeez. that's a crazy one really yeah that is nuts i mean if you were careful you could just cut up your dick and eventually <laughs> you have a rock hard dick 24 <laughs> 7 i mean that wouldn't like you would really just have to put yourself in like a foam room and like yeah. be careful to never hurt yourself for sure i mean that one is I've never heard of that. It's, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, number three, this one seems unavoidable. Water allergy. Uh, water allergy sounds like something a child who doesn't want to take a bath came up with, but it's a real condition that's been observed in about 50 people. People suffering from water allergy, also called aquagenetic urticaria, develop hives and red itchy blotches when their skin comes into contact with water. Not only that, snow, sweat, or even tears can trigger the condition. Neither doctors nor scientists know what causes water allergy. They guess that it might have something to do with the sufferer's skin producing some irritating compounds when uh, contacting contacting with water. But no one is really sure. The only way to treat the disease is to simply avoid water in all of its forms. Steroids and uh, antihistamines may be effective in relieving the skin issues. What makes me wonder, though, is like if you drink anything— is yeah. it going to do that, or does it have to be just like pure water is going to do it? Like, th- does this person have to drink like juice all the time, or something? I mean, you're yeah, still getting
1: water as the base, but exactly. You need the thing that makes you sick to live. Yeah, or yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy one. Uh, number two, RPI deficiency. Uh, ribose five phosphate isomerase, Jesus, RPI. Uh, Deficiency is considered the second rarest disease in the world. Only four cases have ever been encountered. RPI is a vital enzyme for our human body's metabolism. People suffering from RPI deficiency don't have enough of it, which leads to multiple degenerative symptoms. RPI deficiency patients suffer from muscle stiffness, seizures, loss of sight, and loss of white matter in the brain. Needless to say, the disease is fatal. There is no cure precisely because RPI defi- deficiency is so rare. Nobody knows what uh, causes it, and as such, doctors are unable to treat it. And number one, the rarest disease in the world, Fields' disease. Uh, Fields' disease is known from only two cases affecting twin sisters, Catherine and Kirsty Fields. Wow. Uh, The disease seems to be degenerating the field sisters' nervous systems. They suffer from up to 100 painful muscle spasms a day, and the condition has left them paralyzed and unable to speak without an electronic speech synthesizer. Although doctors are constantly learning about the disease, it won't help the field sisters as the knowledge comes from their deteriorating health. We can only hope their mysterious condition may provide help for those who might suffer from it in the future. I mean, that's what really sucks about if you have like a super rare disease yeah. It's like the doctors don't have enough, like a huge incentive to like spend a crazy amount of money looking into it because it's right. like it's only going to affect a handful of people, so they're just like, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: In this case, it's just them two. <laughs> yeah, literally two two women.
0: I kind of wonder though, like uh, if they're the product of like lots of incest or something. You know, just something yeah. weird.
1: You know, that could have caused it. It doesn't. The everything. fact that it happened to both siblings is kind of like,
0: yeah. Okay. Let's see what else I got here. This this one, this one, uh, just visually caught my attention. And it also reminds me of of something I saw in college. Um, okay. So here's the story. Man's tongue turns green and hairy after reaction to cigarettes and antibiotics. (laughs) Um, for many years, we have been warned about the damaging effects smoking can have on our body, whether that is damaging of lungs, making smokers more likely to be diagnosed with cancer, or the more visual elements like yellow fingernails. However, the particular symptom is certainly a strange and slightly disturbing disturbing one, as a man from the U.S. noticed a change to his tongue color after taking antibiotics. The unnamed 64-year-old man from Ohio went to the doctor around two weeks after he noticed his tongue had started to change color. Uh, But his visit to a primary care clinic came just three weeks after he completed a course of the antibiotic um, clindamycin, which he had been taking for a gum infection. Uh, The man's tongue turned green, or... The, man, uh, the man's rather peculiar symptoms have been reported in a case study from the New England, Journey of, uh, New, New England Journal of Medicine, where it was disc- disclosed the man is a smoker. However, some of the details in the study remain vague, with it unclear as to how long the man's uh, been smoking and how often he does so. The authors did also uh, not indicate whether the change in color was caused uh, especially by smoking, the antibiotics, or a combination of the two. Nonetheless, pictures published in the study show the man has a green, hairy tongue, something that has honestly uh, put me off my lunch. Doctors have diagnosed the man with a hairy tongue, which is an abnormal coating of skin cells that form on top of the tongue, creating a buildup of debris and bacteria. They build up on the part of the tongue where the taste buds sit. Uh, also known as the uh, papillae. Uh, if there's a lack of s- stimulation or abrasion to the top of the tongue, then a buildup of, a- of keratin can happen, which is the same protein that makes up the hair on our head. The papillae then become longer than usual, giving the tongue a hairy look and feel. Things such as bacteria and yeast can become trapped as a result, leading to a rather bizarre-, bizarre colors of the tongue, like this man's. Previous research has shown uh, a correlation between smoking cigarettes and poor oral health. The research has made people well aware that smoking can cause plaque and bacteria to build up. As for antibiotics, they can impact the mouse microbiome, hence altering bacteria and allowing them to sit on the tongue. Now, this story, like, um, reminds me of when I was in college. (laughs) They had this, like... um, Huge, like we call it the Wall of Shame, yeah. which was this a wall that had pictures of people with STDs. <laughs> it was like I guess to encourage people to have safe sex, you know. Yeah. But one of the pictures was a guy with a hairy tongue. Oh, I was man. like, that did freak me out. I was like, Good lord, I didn't know that was a possibility. Although, do you think after the guy gets a hairy tongue, a woman might prefer that? (laughs)
1: I was thinking about that, too. I was like, maybe it's a preferred thing for some ladies. (laughs) Once you go hairy tongue, you never go back. (laughs) Although, on that wall of shame, that wasn't even
0: the worst one. Uh, The worst one is show the picture of this guy's dick. And he had what I can only describe as porcupine dick. It looked like quills were growing out of his dick. Like, it was all, like, spiny. I was like, what causes this? Dick is ready for war. (laughs) And the thing I was wondering about is, like, listen, I don't like to go to the doctor, but if I have even one spike grow out of my (laughs) dick, I'm probably going to break down and go see what's (laughs) up. But this guy, he was, he, like, saw one, and he's like... No, it's fine. It's fine. And then, like, I don't know, a couple more start, start to grow. And he's like, I'll walk it off.
1: It's like a trident dick.
0: And then finally, <laughs> he gets full on, like, pincushion, like, uh, porcupine dick. And he's like, Oh, man, my insurance is never going to cover porcupine dick. He has, he
1: has to get this checked out. <laughs> what kind of wall was this that had dick pictures? <laughs>
0: That's, I know, it's like had tons of just like explicit what? pictures of like, diff, like terrible, like venereal disease has gone wrong to like the highest degree. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I guess this is one way to encourage people that's, to use condoms. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was quite something. Um, okay, one more quick story and then we'll get into Secret Invasion. Um, well, I think... Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, our favorite snake oil, snake oil oh, salesman, yeah. she's at it again. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is planning to drop a line of vagina-flavored chocolates.
1: Everything has to do with the vagina. I know. Flavor. She had
0: her uh, vagina-scented candle. Now it's v- vagina-flavored chocolates. Uh, If you didn't get your hands on Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, you're in luck, as the actor is releasing a line of chocolates dedicated to her lady parts. According to documentation from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the Goop founder has uh, filed a uh, word trademark application for chocolate and candy products. And what is the name she wishes to trademark? None other than, this tastes like my vagina. Um, As the old saying goes, some people think they're... Stuff doesn't stink, but the Iron Man actor has subverted the old phrase to suit her uh, nether regions. Of course, the Internet was having a field day over the news. As one person on Twitter wrote, would anybody buy Gwyneth Paltrow's new chocolates? I don't think I'm going to go to her online store anytime to purchase vagina chocolates. Um, Another said, I don't know whether I speak uh, just for gay men or a wider demographic, but I can't say I've ever wanted any homewares or comestibles to smell like anyone's vagina, celebrity or otherwise. I mean, that guy's gay. What does he know? That's true, yeah. (laughs) A third person shared, I don't think I can take much more of this world. Uh, Just fling me into space. I'm done. Um, In 2020, Paltrow released her infamous vagina-smelling candle, which surprisingly sold out everywhere. Uh, While appearing on The Jimmy Kimmel Show, the actor admitted uh, that the $75 business venture uh, initially began as a joke. Um. Quote. So Douglas Little, who is the owner of Heritage uh, Perfume, was very close friends, and we've worked together a lot. He does all of our fragrances for us. And one day we were smelling different fragr- fragrances and was joking around. And I smelled something, and I said, "Uh." She said, as she pointed to the candle, "I was like, wouldn't it be cool if somebody actually had the guts to do that? What a punk rock feminist statement to have uh, that on your table." And then he made. I think they like. The quotes in this are weird because it's like dot, 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 and then it seems like it leaves out the part where she said, like, (laughs) make it smell like a vagina. I thought uh, he just made uh, me one as a joke, but then uh, the next thing I knew, it was on the website. Uh, When asked if there uh, would be a candle celebrating men's sense, the actor revealed that a Canadian company developed a candle called This Smells Like My Balls. Uh, It was 25% more expensive than her candle because of the wage gap, she (laughs) joked. Um... I mean, the gay guy might like the. It yeah. smells like my balls candle. Could be in for that, yeah. I mean, <sighs> you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, like, I've always thought she's pretty cute, but she seems just insufferable as a
1: human being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this whole v- vagina smell thing and, uh, and taste thing is uh, the. It, it gives off, like, my shit don't stink vibes for <laughs> right. sure, like they said in the article. Like, you got. That's next level to sell, like, things that taste like your vagina or, like, smell like it. That. That's wild.
0: I think we had a story once too, where a company was like making like vagina, like supposedly vagina tasting like chips or something. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. You're you're really trying to capitalize, capitalize on I guess on like the most desperate men and right. But the fact that the vagina candle like sold out, like I don't think most of that. I mean, her 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 product line caters to women, but I, I'm curious if more women or men bought the vagina candle. Yeah, I I,
1: I have my thoughts on that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just throw vagina on it That's true Now, now I feel like
0: she's just gonna uh, Make a, a Put the vagina gimmick on everything yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should like be like, <laughs> beat, her <to> it. <laughs> beat her to it Yeah. What can we make <laughs> <laughs> Really I mean Cause guys are always buying like Chicks like you know used underwear and stuff So yeah. there, there's a market for it for sure That's true Maybe we just have to make, like, an actual, like, um, you know, vagina perfume that those guys can just spray on anything they want.
1: Oh, that's true, yeah. And that covers your bases, really. Then they can just get go to town with whatever <laughs> items they want to go to town with. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we light.
0: should make a whole, like, vagina bakery, and we just make a vagina frosting, and we frost donuts with it. And <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be money in this.
1: The va-bakery. <laughs>
0: All right, AJ, are you ready to review episode five of Secret Invasion? Let's do it. All right. This episode is named Harvest. Um, So as we start, uh, Nick Fury rushes, uh, you know, as we remember at the end of episode four, uh, the scrolls attacked the president. Yeah, uh, Talos died, and Fury uh, was able to to uh, get the the president out of harm's way. So this episode, we open up. Fury he rushes the president to the emergency room of a hospital, and then you know he doesn't trust that you know scrolls will in- infiltrate his room, so he he uh, guards the president's uh, room as he gets surgery all by himself. All by himself, which doesn't really make sense. I mean I guess they are in Russia but I still don't believe that there wouldn't have been, you know, secret service agents there sooner.
1: I thought they were in the UK. They're in Russia?
0: Um I think they're in Russia. Oh, maybe God, I don't know. This this the this story is both in the UK. Oh, you might be right. Well, I don't cuz at the end of season 4 wasn't the um I thought the president was, like, on his way to meet with Russian officials to talk, and that's what Rhodey was, like, kind of preparing him for. But maybe he wasn't there yet. I'm confused, because this show does bounce between England and uh, Russia, like, all the time. Right. But then they were trying to make it look like the Russians attacked the president. So I was thinking they were in in, uh, Russia. But then, like... In that hospital, they weren't speaking Russian, were they? No, <laughs> maybe they are. Man, I don't know. This show's confusing me. Uh, but anyway, uh, Gravik um, goes back to New Scrollo's, and he tells his men to assemble the operatives. Uh, Gravik is mad that his men failed to kill the president, and he ends up kind of getting in a verbal fight with his lieutenant. Uh, Gravik's lieutenant is mad uh, that uh, Gravik didn't kill, uh, hasn't killed Nick Fury yet. Uh, he says he had his chance again. And Gravik says that Fury has uh, the Avengers DNA that they need. Uh, Gravik's lieutenant is mad, and he says that that DNA hasn't been in any, in any of the places Gravik told them to look. And then Gravik gets mad at his lieutenant, and he uses like his Groot yeah. uh, arm power to uh, kill his lieutenant. Uh, Gravik says that Fury is only alive because uh, Vara is a traitor, and he ends up sending a group of his men to assassinate her. Um, Beto, who is the, uh, you know, the scroll we met at the beginning of this series that, you know, came right. to new Scrollos, We can see just by the look on his face that he, he seems to, you know, he's upset that, the, um, that Gravik just, you know, killed his lieutenant. And he, he's kind of seeing through Gravik and seeing yeah. that you can tell he's kind of turning against him. Um, so we get a scene where Gravik calls Rhodes on the phone. Uh, Rhodes is on the way to uh, to the President, and he mentions that he's you know trying to like tie up loose ends or whatever. So we get the sense that he's going to the hospital to kill the president. Right. Um, uh, but Gravik says, no, change of plan. He says we're going to keep the president alive. and instead we're going to tell him that he was attacked by both the Russians and and the Scrolls, and we're going to give him the location of new Scrollos. Uh, Gravik says this will give them leverage against Nick Fury because Fury um, doesn't want either World War III to start or for innocent scrolls to die. Now, what do you think of Gravik's plan there? Like,
1: yeah, I think that was pretty presumptuous. Like, <laughs> I think Fury is willing to do whatever it takes for Earth to survive. Right. Yeah, I, I think it was a. Uh- it wasn't the best risk to take.
0: I did question his plan there a little bit. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. they're fury yeah. or graphic I, 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 I think that might be a
1: bad idea. But, um, um, but I don't think Ravik is in it to help his people anymore. He's just in it for like himself or something. His own weird schemes. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know what is. I mean, it,
0: it seems like he definitely wants to be. I mean, he probably does want that, but he at the same time he he definitely wants to be, um, like a fascist leader. You yeah, know? yeah, He doesn't he doesn't want any sort of scroll democracy. You can right. certainly tell that much. Mm-hmm. Um. So when Rhodes does get to the hospital, uh, Fury pulls a gun on him. Um. But there is another agent who has a gun on Fury. So Rhodes is like, uh, basically, you're not going to kill me because if you kill me, you're going to die, and you don't want to die yet. Uh, but Rhodes also tells him that, hey, in 60 seconds, I don't know how he has this timed out so well, but in 60 seconds, the footage of uh, that looks like Fury is killing Maria Hill is going to get leaked to the news, and he's going to be a wanted man. Um, so this causes Fury to have to leave. Now, Rhodes at that point, like he has all his guns, or his men like point their guns at Fury, and he's yeah. like, Fury, this is what it's going to be like, you know. But the thing is, they could have either captured or killed Fury right there. Or, I mean, I know he's like a part of Gravik's plan or whatever. But then it's like, if Gravik needs Fury to be able to go get the DNA he needs, why does he want, like, you know, everybody sicked after Fury by leaking the thing on the right, news? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if that really makes sense to make Fury such a wanted man if they need Fury's help in order for their plan to succeed.
1: Why not just capture and torture Fury? That would actually probably make more sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Instead of letting him loose and just trying to follow where he's going or whatever, like get the answers from him.
0: Really, and like they try to kill his wife later on, but really if they would have just like captured her and, you know, tortured yeah. her in front of him, that might have even made him break. Maybe not, but it probably would have worked better than this whole plan. Yeah. Um. So now we get a scene where Sonya uh, confronts, and shoots the British intelligence director, uh, who she figured out is a scroll. Uh, and in order to get the location of the Daltons, which is the married um, scientist couple yeah. that the man she tortured in like the earlier episode told her about, uh, we get a scene where Beto confronts Gravik about killing Pagan, who, who um, was like his lieutenant guy that he killed. Right. Uh, Gravik gets a phone call from Rhodes, uh, who says the president is out of surgery. And Gravik's like, well, you better do my plan tell him about the scrolls and the attack and all that. And he's like, fine. Uh, And then Gravik is then immediately attacked by Beto and some of the other men. They're basically trying to rise up because they can tell he's no good. Um, But Gravik is able to uh, pretty easily beat them. And then he kills uh, Beto in front of everyone, makes an example out of him. Mm It was kind of stupid that they thought they could take him because at that point they knew he had the super scroll powers and they think, Oh, if we just gang up on him, I'm sure that's enough. We know he's got like group powers and and, like can survive gunshots, but it's to the head. Yeah. And their whole thing was like, Oh, we'll suffocate him with a plastic bag. Yeah. I don't know. It it didn't seem like a, a very well thought out plan.
1: Yeah, with his group powers, he just impaled somebody. He could impale them all. Like, <laughs> exactly. You
0: know. Exactly. Um, so we get a scene where Fury meets with Gaia. Um, she says she ran away from her father because she knew he would lose. And Fury says, uh, Talos chose the path of struggle and he didn't lose. I mean he still kinda was <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> this whole thing about, oh, if you die for a cause you believe in, you didn't lose I'm, I guess maybe you can look at it that way. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that. Like, you you lost, like, <laughs> right for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but Fear is like, now it's your time, Gaia. Um, he says he knows about her powers uh, from Talos and asks what DNA Gravik stole. Uh, she says he stole the coal obsidian flora colossus. Which I, I guess that's Groot's power. Yeah, Flora so. Colossus. Yeah. Um, I did notice, like, because I watched the, the recap of like the prior episodes, like before this, and remember, it, like, briefly showed that computer screen where it showed like what DNA they had, and it like put, one was Groot, one was like the extremis Iron Man power. I did see one that was like um, Frost something, power, you know, like oh. some sort of frost beast or something. So presumably now they can also like, they haven't showed that one off yet. Maybe in the final episode they will, but right. some sort of frost power. Um, she says he took those powers, those DNA, because he couldn't find what he really wanted, which is something called the harvest. Um, Gaia says she needs to bury her father. Uh, so Fury gives her his car keys. I guess he must have Talus's body. And tells her to go to uh, Priscilla slash Vara and that she'll know what to do. Um, Fury hears a siren, so he leaves that building. Uh, Fury says that he is going to Finland. Uh, now we get a scene where Sonia confronts the Daltons, uh, the married couple, um, who are also scrolls. Um, she ends up, like, more questioning the wife of that couple mm-hmm. about, like, the the machine they're working on. Right. And eventually, like, the guy, like, puts a gun to his wife's head because he's like, you know, I'll kill her before she has a chance to betray Grabik. Yeah. And then I guess Sonya's just fast on the draw because she ends up shooting that guy in the head. <laughs> yeah, she
1: was incredibly slow. I don't know what happened there. I
0: thought that, too, because it's not – it's, like, he definitely had time to, like –
1: shoot his wife if yeah. he really wanted to. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like I I thought maybe one of her like henchmen guy that had the gun on him before or something would just take him out, but no, they had her do it. And yeah, it's not like she did it so fast that he wouldn't really? have had time, but I don't know. She telegraphed. He he hesitated, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. Where was I? Oh yeah. Um so now we get a scene where Gaia meets with Vara. She she like breaks into her house um, and she, Vara pulls a gun on her, but then she says, hey, "It's me, guy." And she's like, "Oh, okay." Um, we get a scene where Rhodes tells the president that the, scroll, uh, that the scrolls aided Russia in the attack and encouraged him, c- encourages him to lock an attack, launch an attack on New Scrollos. And at this point, the, the president, like you know, he's like, "But if I do that, it will be World War Three. If I you know launch an attack on right. Russian soil, so he doesn't really want to." But we get the sense that he might. Um, we get a scene where Gravik calls Fury, and he says that if Fury—he'll make him a deal. If Fury gives him the harvest DNA, uh, he'll stop the president from bombing new Skrullos and starting World War III. Um, so now, Vara and Gaia burn Talos' body, and I guess some sort of traditional scroll mm-hmm. ceremony. Um, and then Vara and Gaia, Gaia have a, a conversation about Fury—like, she mentions like she bought this house because it has like the security that Fury likes and like the sunlight or yeah. something and she likes to watch Fury in the sunlight or some stupid thing I don't remember. Uh but then we get an action scene cuz now um uh Gravik's men uh infiltrate the house and start shooting at Guy and Vara. <laughs> this scene I thought was maybe a little silly. So, Guy and Vara put on body armor, and then I wrote they easily John Wick all the (laughs) bad guys. They They, like bust out like these guns and just start like no problem like capping these guys. And I'm like, I get that. I guess they've done missions for Fury in the past, but we've never seen those. So, like, I I wouldn't have thought they they were this adept at hand like with guns. But I guess
1: they are. I mean, I guess like. We could assume that Gravik's just like, he's just getting anybody to join his side. Maybe he's not really well-trained, you know, they're not well-trained soldiers or anything like Vara and uh, Gaia are, but um, they go down pretty easy. They're like Star Wars stormtroopers type. (laughs) I know,
0: that's true. (laughs) Yeah, they were just like, (laughs) yeah, they didn't last long. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I wrote Fury uses his Mission Impossible uh face tech uh to get past uh security and, and meet with Sonya and uh, I guess it's Finland, mm-hmm. but yeah, he direct directly from the Mission Impossible yeah. movies, the whole face tech thing. I think also they me- like she mentions uh, she's like, oh, it only covers your face and doesn't change your whole body. And he and he he mentions that. Oh, that's what the new model does. Yeah. And so that makes me wonder if they aren't going to use that in the final episode, like have somebody fully disguised top to bottom.
1: Then who needs scrolls if we can do that, right? Like Right. What's the point of scrolls?
0: Maybe that's maybe Maria Hill will come back from the dead wearing a full body suit. Oh yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> I don't think she's dead anymore. I think now she's going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would not surprise me. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, so Fury and... Oh, (laughs) this also seemed very random, but, like, Sonya puts on, like, um, rap on the radio for them to listen to. Oh, that's right, I was like, okay. I I guess they just want to make her seem quirky more than anything. Uh, But Fury and Sonya are driving in the car, and Fury tells her that Rhodes is a scroll and also about Gravik's plan. Uh, Fury reveals that the Harvest consists of all the Avengers' DNA... That was collected by Scroll agents after the battle for Earth. Because he's like, you know, almost all the Avengers bled or left DNA on that scene. So I I guess that's after the battle with Thanos? Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, and he does point out specifically that they got um, Carol Danvers' Danvers' DNA.
1: Yeah.
0: Which will probably come into play, I'm guessing, too. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Um and apparently the leader of those scrolls that were collecting the DNA was Gravik and that's how Gravik knows about to harvest DNA. Nice. Um so Fury and Sonya visit one of Fury's headstones in fin- Finland. I say one of because he he mentions that he's got like a bunch of fake headstones like around the world. The world just in case, I guess. Um Fury mentions that um, I guess she says like wife Finland, and he says that him and his wife honeymoon there, and so he also reveals to Sonya that his wife is indeed a scroll. Um, so Fury opens up the headstone, uh, which gives him the Harvest DNA, and then there's a crypt nearby that he goes into, and like he's opening you know, like all these like different like uh crypt openings, uh, and he gets a fresh coat, an eye patch. Uh, and a gun, and then Fury calls. Um, now here's the thing: he, he he calls on the phone and he says, "It's time. Let's finish that." Presumably, on the other end is Gravic. But do you think that could be a fake out, and he could actually be talking to someone else? I thought it was Maria Hill. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> but. I mean, when he says that, I think the presumption is, because he talked to Gravik before, yeah. that he's talking to Gravik again. But I do kind of think he's talking to someone else.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I think it's Maria Hill. I think she's going to take over for him when he leaves. I mean, we do
0: know that he's going to be in the Marvels, but I guess she could be like the, the leader on Earth. Yeah. Which she that... kind of already was, yeah. probably. So I don't even know if that's if they do that if it's much of a change of the status quo. Yeah. Um in, unless the uh the marvels ends up being set before Secret Evasion, but I doubt it. Yeah, I
1: don't think so either. Um Yeah, so what what do you think of this episode? It was okay. I just uh I don't know, I still don't think it's like as big as I expected it to be. Like, you know Yeah, I felt like the whole uh the battle in the last episode wasn't as big as it could have been and this whole like rushing the the president to the hospital scene could have been like more like have, at least on the outside the compound with a lot of security or something you know like I I did think kind of you know going
0: into this episode I I thought it'd end in so, some sort of action scene because I thought it you know at least make it look like the bad guys were winning at the yeah. end of this episode you know because um, that's how a lot of these things are structured yeah. and then in the ap- last episode it'd be like oh how do the good guys you know win the day. You know, I thought it was funny because, it, you know, I think we asked uh, in a mention in an earlier episode of, like, you know, why not get the the Avengers involved? And I think we maybe thought that, like, um, you know, they didn't want to risk the scrolls getting their DNA and becoming more powerful. But, like, Fury, he has this conversation with Sonya because he asked him that, and that's not... And he, say, he doesn't say that. He He's like has some line about like oh we shouldn't always depend on them yeah. like this is my fight or something and i'm like okay that sounds all well and good but maybe you should have them as a backup <laughs> just in case
1: yeah also it's like disappointing that they like tease this whole super scroll like avengers level threat and like that might not even happen <laughs>
0: well I, you know i assume at at some point in the next episode they have to you know have the super scroll people like show off their powers a a little bit more i mean i think it's just gonna end up being instead of like an avenger or anybody i think it's just gonna be gaia versus gravic basically yeah i think so too maybe oh I, i could definitely see like um fury giving gaia the harvest dna Oh, and then she just becomes this really like powerful scroll. Okay, to yeah. be Gravik. that like, would make sense, right? Uh,
1: I like that there. Yeah.
0: Um. But then wouldn't she be almost too powerful? Like if she has the power, I mean, I don't exactly know how it combines with her DNA or whatever. But like if she has like, um, Captain Marvel level powers and oh, all yeah. the other Avengers like powers that She'd she can call greatest. at will, yeah. then like he better hope she's on their side because she would become like. Insanely powerful, right?
1: Yeah, she's already shown that she's kind of like wishy washy, so I <laughs> right. really trust her with that. <laughs> Here you go, you can be god now. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I, I do kind of feel that that's what they're setting up is that at the end of the next episode, um, she'll be like the leader of the scrolls. Um, now, the one thing, like, do you think they will eventually find them their own planet, or do you, I? I kind of feel like since it was Talos's wish that, like, they're able to, like, live on Earth, that they probably will get to live on yeah, Earth. Yeah,
1: they'll probably get, like, their own little land or something. I think they'll be on Earth. <laughs> Plus, I mean, yeah, there's no there's no sign in the Marvel Universe that humans have figured out how to, like, you know, colonize other worlds or anything.
0: <laughs> Actually, they did have Fury did have a line when she asked about Finland where he's like, you know, and told about his wife, she, he's like, oh, scrolls like it cold. So maybe they get, like, Antarctica.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> or, like, uh, they're in Russia, so maybe they just go up in, like, you know, past
1: Siberia or whatever. and Nobody <laughs> lives because it's so cold. That'd be the perfect little workaround, yeah. Why, why didn't they do that before? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a good point.
0: If they love the cold, they they could go to, like, Upper Canada, yeah. Upper Russia. Nobody's living there. They could just be, yeah, they could. They already have their own land. They could yeah. just go there.
1: There's so much uninhabited land for them. Doesn't make sense. They should have taken it. <laughs> Man. Fury, they should be bad at Fury for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> These scrolls, if you think about it, like, we talked before, like, all of them could just shapeshift and be living the best of lives. Yeah. And if if they want to actually, like, scroll out, yeah, just go to friggin. Up in the north where nobody lives, and, and just live your life. Yeah, just use your imagination, scrolls. You can do it. These scrolls, man, they're not thinking. They're not. They're, they're not. not. No. Sheesh. Um. Oh yeah. I mean. So you you would put your money on that uh, Maria Hill is going to show up again. Yeah, next episode. I think so. Yeah. I kind of do too. Yeah. Like, but if that's true, it was kind of a um, a dick move to. Um, you know, let her mom continue believing she's dead. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> totally messed up. <laughs> but I think that's going to solve this whole video of Nick Fury shooting Marita Hill. That's going to like, you know, she's going to come back alive and that'll be that.
0: Yeah, I think they're, I don't know if it'll be her, but I, I do think Fury set up that line about, you know, the suit that can disguise the whole body. Mm. I, I think that will come into play. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe it was just a... And offline, but uh, I I I think we'll get some sort of reveal like that. Right. Hmm. Anything to add before we uh, wrap up talking about Secret Invasion this week? I'm good. Uh, We got a little bit of time. Let me see if if I can. I got to tell you, I've been looking for news stories, and uh, the last couple weeks, uh, just there hasn't been anything like really. Um, killer as, as far as like funny news
1: stories. Oh, I know. It's been slow going <laughs> ever since that damn sub. It's been slow going.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, okay. This is just another kind of uh, list article. Um, these are 10 strange things banned around the world. Uh, Tunisia, pencils are banned. Uh, in Tunisia, if you write something, it's going to be permanent. That's because the country has banned pencils. To be more precise, you can't import pencils into Tunisia. You might get across the border if you uh, forget a pencil in your luggage, uh, but bulk shipments are strictly forbidden. As to why? Well, nobody seems to really
1: know. Okay. <laughs> why? There's got to be some sort of like economic reason or something. I
0: know it's it's not very um <laughs> fulfilling when they're just like, uh oh, we don't we don't know why. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing um maybe they're owned by the pen companies. Yeah, right. Big big pen big <laughs> yeah, big <laughs> big 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 <laughs> invaded. Uh speaking of pens, in Nigeria, ballpoint pens are banned. I mean, uh, so, yeah, in Tunisia, Tunisia bans pencils. The situation is the opposite in Nigeria. The Western African nation bans the import of ballpoint pens. Uh, you also can't import uh, refill cartridges for the pens. However, the tips of the pen are allowed for some reason. Uh, <laughs> just the tip in Nigeria. Um, yeah, I, I'm guessing there are, like, strange, you know, economic reasons yeah. for it but I have no idea what they would be. It's tr- interesting. Um, mullets in Iran. <laughs> um, are you all about businesses in the front and party in the back? Well, stay the hell out of Iran then. Iran has been banned men from having mullets and most other kinds of long or styled hair. On the first offense, you'll have your head forcibly shaved, and after that, the fine's uh, kick in draconian, as, as the law is. Uh, can we get some kind of global mullet band going? Um, I mean, it, it sounds m- like mullet is a better headline, but it sounds like, like basically any long, any long hair, hair yeah. is is gonna get you the that's the big thing. Yeah, at least I, I guess with a mullet, you, like if a guard sees you, you just like stay aimed at him, <laughs> so they hopefully don't
1: see it. You shuffle sideways, <laughs> <laughs> not suspicious at all.
0: Um marriage if you have an std in nebraska um it's not just foreign countries with bizarre bands good old u.s has plenty of them too for example in nebraska you uh, can't get married if you have an std if you have a wild youth don't bother trying to settle down as you get older the law has been in the books apparently since 1866, but no one seems to know why. There are no records of the ban ever having been enforced, but technically it's still there. See, there's a lot of U.S. laws yeah. like that that are just old and silly, and they would never, ever be enforced. For sure. So, like, I guess it's technically a law, but it would never, never be upheld. Right. Um, Lacey Underwear in Russia, Belarus, and Kazakhstan. Uh, Russia, Belarus, and Kazakhstan have a customs union, so they share a lot of the same bans. In 2014, they forbid lacy underwear, or more specifically, they banned undergarments containing less than 6% cotton, so there was no intentional moral element to the ban. Nonetheless, if effectively prohibited, most fairly luxury lingerie, uh, or it effectively prohibited most fairly luxury lingerie, um... Sorry, Natasha, it's just granny panties now. Can I be honest? Like, I, I've never found like frilly underwear on women to be all that like sexy.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they think that's a big deal. <laughs> no underwear is better than anything. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Cut to the chase already. Yeah. Uh,
1: the next one, being a bad
0: dog owner in Rome, Italy. Uh, when in Rome, you do as the Romans do, and that means taking your dog out on a walk every day, rain or shine. Those found to violate the law are liable to receive a $700 fine. The law is intended to prevent animal cruelty. It also prohibits keeping goldfish in a small glass bowl. You need a full aquarium. I mean, I guess that's nice in, in theory, but like, are people spying on their neighbors? Like, yeah. he didn't take his dog
1: for a walk today. Like, yeah, how no, is this enforced? Exactly. Or, or proven. It's like a cop who's checking in on everybody. <laughs> hey, you going for that walk? no she haven't gone for a walk yet <laughs> it
0: it sounds like something they couldn't uh, enforce very yeah. well but. um next blue jeans in north dakota i feel our north korea i mean i i feel like you um could add just about almost everything to, to, to yeah, the north korea list, but for sure um honestly this probably isn't the weirdest band in north korea but it's hard to know exactly what's going on in the country so here you go you better not wear blue jeans in north korea <clears throat> their band is symbols of american extravagance and decadence <laughs> curiously only blue jeans specifically are banned as far as we know other colors are fine so the band isn't about de- denim itself i mean that's funny that Um, because I I feel like jeans in the U.S. are considered more of like, you know, just a working-class, everyday type of garment. It's not like, oh, rich people buy jeans. It's extravagant.
1: I don't know. I don't even know if that's true, man. All this... North Korea stuff we hear is like 90% is like fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's like we have so little knowledge of what
0: actually yeah. goes on within the walls of, of North Korea. Mm. I mean, we know some stuff because there, there have been like a few defectors yeah. that have gotten out. But what a bizarre world. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, lip syncing in Turkmenistan. Uh, don't mouth along uh, to your favorite songs if you're visiting Turkmenistan. You might get in trouble. In 2005, the country's president, Sapar, Jesus, Sapar Murat uh, Niyazov, banned lip syncing in order to protect Turkmenistan musical culture. This is not the only weird prohibition Niyazov put in place before his death in 2006. He also banned opera, ballet, dogs, because uh, he doesn't like their smell, and talking about infectious diseases. Honestly, we could do an entire list of Turkmenistan's outlandish laws. Maybe we will. I mean, I don't exactly know like what the government there is, but it, I mean, it, this guy died, so couldn't they just be like, okay, yeah, all the weird stuff yeah. he liked, we're just gonna like overturn? Yeah, I don't understand why they couldn't do that. Maybe his successor was like a kid, and he's like, I gotta uphold <laughs> the tradition. dad's traditions of <laughs> not liking dogs, um, and then. Um, Oh, here's another one Playing in a casino uh, If you're from Monaco In Monaco Casinos are an important part of Monaco's economy They're also widely associated With the tiny city state And have appeared in several James Bond movies um, For example But as significant as they are They're uh, strictly for foreigners Monaco citizens aren't allowed to, uh, To gamble in casinos As part of a moral policy established In the 1850s Bad gambling habits are okay for the filthy foreigners, though, as long as they keep bringing in the cash. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of funny. as They're like, oh, yeah, we'll take everyone else's money, but we know this is a bad thing, yeah. so
1: you can't do it. That's wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a way, though, it's, uh, I guess, uh, slightly less greedy than... <laughs> Because, you know, capitalism it would win out over here. It's like, That's yeah, we true. want everybody's money all yeah. the time. You
1: know? Yeah, you go gamble too. Go get it. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see. Okay, last one. Beyonce in Malaysia. It's rough being a Beyonce fan in Malaysia. The pop star is permanently banned from ever entering the country. According to Malaysian authorities, her shows are way too raunchy, uh, according to them. Um Easily influenced Malaysian citizens uh, – oh, too raunchy for the easily in- influenced Malaysian citizens. So they banned Beyonce completely. You can still listen to her music, though. Just don't expect to see her perform. I mean, if they think she's too raunchy, I'm guessing that, like, almost every female entertainer yeah, is banned. That's
1: something, too. Like, she's I'm, just-
0: I'm guessing that uh, – I mean, they named Beyonce by name, but I'm guessing, like, Rihanna is not going to be yeah. doing shows over there or – Probably even, like, Madonna or whoever. Dua Lipa. Or whoever. Right. Yeah. Um, although it would be funny if, like, um, you know, Beyonce is banned, but then, like, um, Shakira's Nicki like, Minaj or somebody. Yeah, oh my <laughs> gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dad ass, though. <laughs> um all right i think that'll do it you got anything else you want to talk about let's do it all right guys kind of a shorter show this week but that's okay um we do thank everybody please if you will subscribe to us both on the youtube channel and to the podcast and audio form on your podcast service of choice leave us thumbs up uh positive reviews if you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at Zach Jones Live. That's Z A C H J O N E S L I V E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care.